1: All right, here we go. It's great to have you here. Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido. He's Matt Catterizzolo here on a Friday. Matt, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm glad to hear that you are uh, doing well. And, you know, I guess, you know, I'm kind of getting caught on this line of introduction. We'll see where, you know, how far... March, how much i drag this out before i actually get into the show um let's just pretend like this never happened sure. uh we have plenty of stuff to go over today so uh we don't really have um it isn't really a game today it's more of it's more of an exercise <laughs> yeah it's a it's, <laughs> a, it's a brain it's, it's a brain game it's 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 you know we've talked about this before it's not a game it's they're more they're activities they're it's an exercise it's um, you know, something that can, that can, you know, train your brain a little bit. Right. Um, so we'll be doing some Mount Rushmore's, uh, a little bit later in the show today, probably 30, 45 minutes from now, uh, probably about halfway or so through the show today. We've got stuff on Justin Fields. Uh, today we've got a lot of, you know, sporadic off season NFL topics today. So, um, we are going to dive, uh, into that, but, Before we start, I will remind you that Guido's Green Iron Blitz is sponsored by American betting experts. One of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done is we've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So, here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. That's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. You sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Um, so here we go. Let's dive into this. Um, so Matt Nagy came out and said that there is absolutely zero chance. There is in no way, there's no scenario where he starts Justin Fields week one. Now, There's mixed reviews on that because some people are saying, well, oh, he's going to be the best quarterback right away, so why don't you just start him? Then there's the other part of it that's just like, oh, but he's not ready. He's a rookie. You know, you never really know. Here's the thing, and I have a relatively, you know, I have a relatively solid opinion on this. When it comes to rookie quarterbacks and when they should play or when they shouldn't play, there's a group of people that definitely do not know the answer to that in any scenario. And that's us. Okay. It is the fan. It is, you know, media people like Matt and I. Okay. We have absolutely no idea. We're not at practice. We're not at practice. And even if we are at practice, you think that we're honestly the type of football minds to be able to judge whether or not Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or any of these other rookie quarterbacks of any year, honestly, are ready to step on the field week one. Are we even sure, okay, that they're ready to step on the field in week 12? If eight weeks go by and he's not starting, are we really the ones to say, well, why isn't he playing? Well, because what if he throws goes out there and he throws four picks like we we have absolutely no idea I, I think it's a flawed question okay the question that we ask of of you know why doesn't okay or uh, it's it, it isn't really that form of a question it's the when should a rookie quarterback play should you throw him into the fire or should you let him sit a year or is it somewhere in the middle? And I think it's particularly a dumb question because I I think it depends on the individual. And I don't think I'm, 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 I'm not trying to create some crazy angle here. Okay. As a sports talk host, I'm supposed to give you a, 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 this, an interesting angle. That's nobody's that nobody's talking about. I think this is common sense. This is not at all, you know, something that is supposed to, oh, wow, look at what he said. I'm not trying to grab your attention that way. Okay, but I do think that this is common sense. Okay, if Justin Fields is ready to play, according to Matt Nagy and the rest of the coaching staff, the quarterback, coach, the offensive coordinator, whoever, if he's ready to play, then he'll play. It doesn't matter, okay, over the course of the season, if Andy Dalton is going 0-9. Because the reality of this season for a team like the bears. It's not just the bears. Okay. It's teams like the jets. It's teams like, you know, the, the, the Patriots, Uh, like teams that have rookie quarterbacks and they may play this year. Okay. I can only tell you for certain, the only one that is for certain playing week one is Trevor Lawrence. He's, he will play week one. And Zach Wilson probably has a really good chance of playing in week one as well. But at the same time, people like Justin Fields who has somebody in front of them, people like Trey Lance who has somebody in front of them, they likely are not. And it isn't because the guy that's in front of them is better. Okay. Uh, To me, this is really simple, Matt. I don't know. You know, I, I, I think it's a, it's a naive question to ask um, you know, when people say, oh, well, well, should they start right away or should they, you know, should they be benched for an entire year so they can learn and, and absorb information and everything like that? Because I really think it depends on the individual, does it not?
2: Of course, and more than anything, it depends on the individual, right? Like, look at – take Patrick Mahomes, for example. No one knew the, the leaps he was going to make and the type of impact he was going to have pretty much from the first time he – started a full season, which he won MVP, right? And they were, you know, a penalty away from going to the Super Bowl, and he sat for an entire year, right? Kansas city right. had a great coach. They were a well-rounded team, right? There was no reason why he couldn't have been the starter for that team and found some success early on. Right. But they didn't do that. They chose to have him sit for behind Alex Smith for a year. And honestly, I think we can all agree. It worked out pretty well.
1: It did work out, but you have so, no idea that if they start him week one, when it gets drafted, that, he throws three picks in his first game, and he isn't Patrick Mahomes. Like yeah. The opportunity to become the player he is today is gone.
2: Yeah, and I think most importantly, what what people have to realize is everyone obviously knew that the, the Bears needed a quarterback, right? And what Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy needed to do was everything correctly in order to a save their jobs B and B create a competitive football team. Right. Right. And I think they did both of those things with a knockout draft. You and I have talked about this before they had an incredible draft. I don't think they could have drafted better. They traded up, got their quarterback, got a great offensive lineman also, and they're ready to compete, right? That doesn't mean you need to throw Justin Fields in immediately. Now, uh, Matt Nagy is, Come out and talked and said, like, listen, Andy Dalton is our quarterback one. He's starting week one, right? Now, take that with a grain of salt because we've heard, you know, uh, we've heard almost every head coach say something and then something different happens, right? Look at what the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen. They said he's our guy. A year later, he was gone. So, you know, you, you can't really take everything with uh, total confidence, especially when it's starting rookie quarterbacks. Now, what, what happens? You're right. What happens if they throw him out there week one and he does terrible? right? What, what are people going to say, right? First of all, it's, it's going to confuse and frustrate the hell out of Bears fans. They're going to say, well, listen, we thought we had a guy and now what are you throwing him out there week one for? Okay. There's no harm. There's no harm in letting him sit. None. Like it can only benefit Justin Fields from learning, from being there to observe, from a veteran like Andy Dalton, for him to, finally get some experience on the mm-hmm. bench right get some really harness some some of the intangibles and the mental aspect of football before actually stepping on a field right? right and apparently he's doing great in practice this is a quote from Darnell Mooney the other day this is from June 10th it said the the very first one that he threw me i was smiling mid route so i mean listen they, <laughs> there's there's been only glowing reviews so far of Justin Fields from from the bears camp right yeah. And we all know he's more than capable of being a successful quarterback. We just have to wait and see, because we've seen people quarterbacks play tremendous in college and then they come to the NFL and don't necessarily work out. Sure. So it's you're right. There, there's no guarantee. The only people that are going to start week one, I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty decent lock that Wilson will start week one. And Lawrence was starting week one before he was even drafted by Jacksonville. Right. We're going to <laughs> yes. we're gonna have, to, we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to have to wait to see fields. We're going to have to wait to see Lance. We're probably yeah. going to have to wait to see Mac Jones. So just be it's it's a matter of patience, right? The, like if this thing is meant to be, and it's going to work out. He'll start when he's meant to start. That could mean Andy Dalton struggling, that could mean Andy Dalton getting hurt, God forbid. Like there uh, wait for the moment. Okay? There's no reason to just shove him out into the field because you feel like you have to, right? Even well, if right. it's even
1: if it's week 3 or 4, give him a little bit. Well, my point is is that us as fans, right? Okay? Us as fans that ask that same question of when that quarterback should go in. Okay? I just, I I find it hilarious when people say, oh, Justin Fields, he's not ready. Or Zach Wilson, he's not ready. Or Tua, he's not ready. Like, one of those guys, right? They're not ready. They're throwing him in way too early. The the guy could be thrown like, absolutely. Like, if it's Tua, right? Like, you have zero idea. Tua could have torched the Dolphins at practice yesterday. Like, could have torched them. Okay, the Justin Fields could be making Khalil Mack look like a fool and you'd have absolutely no idea. And also, it's the same thing. It, the converse of that could also be true, right? Justin Fields could throw four interceptions on five passes and you would have absolutely no idea unless some reporter reported it. But even if that were the case, okay, I don't think that you or I or many other either broadcasters, reporters, or just flat out fans know enough about football to say, well, yeah, he's definitely not ready through four interceptions and five passes. But on those plays, coaches could have seen something that they absolutely loved. He evaded pressure. You know, he went through his reads or something. Like, I have no idea what a coach thinks. I'm not going to pretend like I do. But what I do know is that the question of when they should start is not a general it's not something that you can ask and then umbrella every under other quarterback underneath. You just can't do it. Okay, there's so much individuality that goes into it. And to be honest with you, I'm not even saying that all this all coaches know when and when not to. They sometimes they mess up too. Okay, I could probably you could probably attribute a lot of quarterbacks busting because they were put in at the wrong time. Okay. Maybe the talent was there, or maybe they didn't have it up here. There's a million reasons why, okay? But you'd have to think one of those reasons is is that, okay, yeah, the coach got it wrong. He threw him in when he wasn't supposed to, when he wasn't ready, and it totally screwed him up mentally, and he never recovered from it, and he couldn't come back. And and then the guy's just ruined, right? right? So I agree with your point with what you said before. There's more than likely no harm in having a quarterback sit. The only argument that I would make against that is that if he sits for too long, you don't want him to get out of the rhythm of playing football, right? So that's the, that was the worry I had about Trey Lance is I loved Trey Lance out of the draft. The only issue is, is that if he was going to go to a situation where he was going to sit a year, he'd go 2 he'd like go two straight seasons without seeing the field. He'd go two straight seasons without playing a football game. So you have no idea if he's going to be the same player. I mean, it's like, it's like tearing your ACL twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just have no idea the player you're going to get cuz they've been separated from the game for so long. So that's really the only counter argument to that, but I I generally agree. There's nothing wrong with sitting a guy.
2: And another but, thing, not not to, not to cut you off, but I just you know, no, want no. to to address something you said before. It's like sometimes coaches get it wrong or or coaches can attribute to, to players busting. I if you flip that, coaches can def coaches more often than not contribute to quarterback's flourishing. So look at the two examples i like to look at right that kind of tell two sides of the same story is look at sam darnold right coming out of coming out of of usc uh, I, oh, personally, right. I i personally thought he was going to be the number one pick and he probably should have been the number one pick but he wasn't so he goes to the jets right he sees two different head coaches different systems not a competitive roster tough division right so how much of that is blaming sam darnold was he just thrown in because Okay, we needed a quarterback. We got one. Play him because we got him. Right. That's one thing, right? And now Sam Darnold, F, in entering his fourth year in the league, is going to be in a different situation with a different staff, a different head coach, again, and hopefully he he finds success because Sam Darnold took an unnecessary amount of heat and criticism for many things that he could not control himself. I think we can. I think we both can agree on that because I think you Absolutely. and I have very similar viewpoints on Darnold. Now another example is look at Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen. Didn't even reach this level of, of he was an MVP conversation last year, right? Josh Allen is is a top what I, I would say top He's six, top seven six
1: or seven yeah. quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, so
2: Josh Allen is extremely talented, right? We knew that coming out of Wyoming, but he was very raw. That was what a lot of people were saying about him. That was the big right. knock on on Allen coming out of college. He stayed right? in college the extra year, exactly. And for the first two years of his career, he wasn't stellar. He wasn't reaching this this oh, level.
1: He right. was the opposite. Josh Allen was, right. had a sub 60% completion percentage.
2: Right. Josh Allen did not reach this level of, of play style that he is achieving now. And I think right now he can only go higher, but right now he's playing at a very, bar- at an elite level of quarterback. So it, it, it kind of, it, like I said before, it speaks to the same sort of narrative that you're, you're creating here with timing, right? Darnold and Allen were kind of the opposites, right? Darnold comes in, fails consistently and I I think more things were out of his control than were in his control. Now I'm not I'm not going to defend him like he did nothing wrong. Obviously, if you're a special quarterback, you can elevate people around you and play better. Right. But there's only so many things you can control. Josh sure. Allen, on the other hand, was in a stable situation with a way more competitive roster, a very very capable head coach, uh, a very good offensive coordinator in Sean McDermott and Brian Dable, and they developed him. And they and the thing to take away from this is that not. Every franchise quarterback is spectacular in their rookie year. Not every franchise quarterback is spectacular in their second year. So it all speaks to, to the aspect of timing and what is considered wrong and what is considered right. It also speaks to patience. Like I mentioned before, if you're, if your timing is not right, you need to be patient if you truly believe that the franchise quarterback is a yeah. franchise quarterback. That's how I feel with the fields. You right? brought
1: up a really good point. Um, when it comes to uh, you know, a lot of responsibility does kind of fall on the organization and how stable they are. Mm-hmm. Because what happens this year if the Bears aren't if the Bears aren't good and Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace both get fired at the end of the year? So you draft your quarterback. He Justin Fields will play this year at some point. Justin Fields will see the field. Okay, but if Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace get fired this year. I mean that could be really telling on Justin Fields future just because there was the instability in the beginning of his career like yeah. was-
2: I don't I don't mean to be like hyperbolic but I think that could alter the trajectory of Justin Fields' career. I agree. Because you throw quarterbacks into situations that are tumultuous and unstable if you're expecting them to thrive and flourish under those kind of circumstances I, you have to be like gold jacket material to be able to handle adversity like that at such an early age yes, and with such little experience, right? Well, Jacksonville has long been not a very stable, well-run organization, right? Lawrence, Lawrence is a different story, right? They have never seen a quarterback that has sniffed the talent of Lawrence right now. So even if Lawrence, let's say Urban Meyer doesn't work out right. And Urban Meyer's is out after this year, right? I believe that Lawrence will be fine I, I think Lawrence will be fine, no matter what coach writes. in. Well, right? he's
1: generational.
2: Exactly. That's that's, and and the reason why Mahomes is talked about the way he's talked about, right? And I I I, I love and hate this argument at the same time. Is how much can you contribute to Andy Reid and Kelsey and Tyree Hill and the Chiefs and everything like that, right? Right. Yeah. Of course. You you have to take everything into consideration: organizational stability, coaching, whatever, what have you. Right. You think he would be as great as he will as he has been if he didn't have. Andy Reed and Eric Bieniemy, maybe, but you can't even make that argument because we don't know, right? It's all just
1: hypothetical. Right. Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a head coaching job, so maybe. And again, like, which uh, is I'm, outrageous. I'm kind of Well, it might be, but I'm just trying to kind of to add to your point here is that we all thought that the Chiefs' offense, okay, after what Mahomes has done and, and what Andy Reid has done, that Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, was like a sure. Fire, gonna get a head coaching job. Right. Like, absolutely no question. In two years' worth of interviews, he hasn't landed one. Yeah. So that could be a thing to say about NFL franchises, but it could also be something to say about Eric Biennami. Maybe mm-hmm. it isn't him. Maybe it's less about him. Maybe he doesn't interview well. Right. Maybe it's less to do with you know, his impact on the offense and just the perception from guys like us.
2: Right. And it it, it goes across all sports. Like did, you know, who benefits from who, right? Does the coach benefit from coaching a great player or do great players benefit from coaching from, from being coached by great coaches? And that's all across sports, right? Like what, what would, I mean, Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, but would he have been so great if he didn't have the greatest coach of all time? Look at Kobe Bryant, look at all these guys, look, look at Montana with Bill Walsh. It's the, it's the, it's a tale as old as time with Brady and Belichick, right? So you gotta, you gotta really think about, you know, that kind of relationship and how, and just how important, especially in football, the coach quarterback relationship is. Because last year we saw Justin Herbert light up the NFL with Anthony Lynn, right? Anthony Lynn is not their coach anymore. Okay. We've seen this time and time again, right? It goes to show just how important that relationship truly is. And we'll see it with Nagy and Fields as, as you know, as the season progresses, whenever they decide to start him,
1: that's the thing. Is like I don't think Matt Matt Nagy is not Adam Gase in my opinion. No, right? he's no. not unbearable. Okay, I actually think he's far from unbearable. I think Matt Nagy's a really solid, if not very good, NFL head coach, and I think he's a brilliant offensive play caller. That's right. the first
2: thing. And there's only a handful of those in the NFL. I, I, I trust you, tr- you tr- got tr-
1: Shanahan, you got Sean McVay and then you got, like, Greg Roman and right. Brian Dable, and that's Trust, it.
2: you have. There are more subpar coaches and offensive coordinator tandems in the NFL than good ones, let alone great ones. Right. And Matt Nagy is good and can be great. I mean, he was coach of the year three years ago. I mean, people forget that, you know, with Trubisky. Yep. And look at that. Like, they didn't have a crazy
1: offense, you know? No, no. The Bears have never had an offense that is stacked with positional talent. Never. Right? Never. never. And, like, and... I probably think I, not
2: probably not since Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, and the Matt Forte
1: days. Right. Right. And you and I both really like Alan Robinson. Love but, him. You know, you got that and you got Tariq Cohen. <laughs> Bless me. you. Thank you. Um, but you got him and you got Tariq Cohen with and, and Trubisky at quarterback. And again, everybody bombs on Trubisky. And maybe they're right. But Trubisky is well over five hundred in his career. Like it, Trubisky's a winning quarterback in the NFL. He just is. He can win I mean, you games.
2: He, he, he can win you games with solid performance, hey, right? And I don't even say that. I I say that unironically. He can win you games with a solid performance.
1: Yes, he can. So I don't know. Very. It's it's very interesting when people ask that question. So um, let's do, let's dive into this. So the Madden cover came out, right? So the MVP edition of the Madden cover has both Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it just feels like to me, this is, this is my first point and I'm going to get into something else in a second. But the first point is, is that doesn't it like they are squeezing every ounce of popularity juice out of Patrick Mahomes as they possibly can, right? Like, th- this is uh, this is already Mahomes' second Madden cover, right? It's like two yeah. years in a row he's been on the cover, mm-hmm. or two out of the last three, because I think it was Lamar Jackson last year. Yeah. But uh, that's the first thing. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes on the Madden cover. They, I feel like they're squeezing it out of Mahomes. Um, here's the other thing. This is the MVP edition of Madden. Mm-hmm and the MVP isn't on it. It's not on it. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is not on the cover. Aaron Rodgers has
2: never been on a Madden cover, actually.
1: And that's funny, but this is what I think is interesting about this because you can't tell me that EA Sports, who makes Madden, right? That EA Sports was saying, okay, we have an MVP addition to the game, but we don't have Aaron Rodgers on the cover. Mm -hmm. They can't put Aaron Rodgers on the cover because what happens if they put a picture of him in a Packers uniform on the cover and he's playing for the Denver Broncos next year or something? Be a little awkward. They can't do that, right? Does this add fuel to the fire, Matt, that Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay?
2: I certainly don't think it helps. I mean, if you want to call it call it whatever you want, right? Call it the the great quarterback edition, call it the QB edition. You it's a bit disingenuous to use MVP.
1: And then not have to the M-
2: neither and feature neither one of players that won the most recent MVP. Now you can say, yeah, but they've both been MVPs before. Okay, they've both been on Madden covers before. And Tom Brady—they both which, won I, Super Bowls before. I just—I just, I think this is hysterical. So Tom Brady was also on the Madden 18 cover. You know what that edition was called? What? The Goat Edition.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it was the Goat Edition. So You're right.
2: Tom Brady has now been on two special edition Madden covers, and now this is a dual quarterback. This is the first time two athletes have been featured on the cover of Madden since Madden 10, when they had Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald. A great Madden, by the way, a very, very good Madden. So this is the first time that two athletes have been featured on the cover. And I don't, Madden is just so. I, I am just, it's, it's just, it's a quarterback every year. It's been a quarterback. So let, let, I, I, I want to go through every. I want to not every Madden cover. That would be silly. But let's go. I want to go through at least the last ten. The re- right.
1: The recent, yeah. The recent guys. Okay. Antonio so Brown was on one.
2: Yeah. So Madden 22, the one coming out that we just talked about. That's Mahomes and Brady. Madden 21 was Lamar Jackson.
1: That's quarterback.
2: Madden 20 was Mahomes. Quarterback. Yep. Madden 19 was Antonio
1: Brown. Okay, so you go. Madden 18 was Brady. Yep, quarterback. Madden 17 was Gronk. Okay, uh, hey, so here we go. Now we're, we're getting somewhere. Yep, 16 was OBJ. Okay, uh, you know what, Matt? Maybe it's not that bad. No,
2: it gets worse. So 15 was Richard Sherman, which I, I, I liked. A corner, a
1: corner. Yeah. He's on the Madden, Madden cover.
2: Madden 25 before that, that was Barry Sanders.
1: So okay. Year. All right, so we've gone a few years now without a quarterback.
2: Yeah, but trust me, there's a trend you'll you'll see. So 13 was Calvin Johnson. Okay. 12 was Peyton Hillis. Wow. Do you remember Peyton I Hillis? do. I do remember that. Oh, I my that. God. Uh, 11 was Drew Brees.
1: Okay, so there's a the quarterback again.
2: Okay, and then 10 was Paul Amalu and Fitzgerald. But prior to 2010, right, These are listen to all of these and how overwhelmingly quarterback heavy it is, okay? Oh, 09 was Brett Favre. Okay. Oh, 08 was Vince Young. Yep. Okay, oh, 07 was Sean Alexander. Oh, 06 was Donovan McNabb. Okay, oh, 05, oh, five was, Ray- was Ray Lewis, right? Oh, 05 was Ray Lewis. 04 was, oh, four was Vic. Uh, oh, 03 was Marshall Falk. Oh, 02 was Dante Culpepper. 2001 was Eddie George. And then prior to that, it was John Madden every year since 1993. But you're right. They're saturating quarterbacks. They're saturating it on the Madden cover. And if you're going to put the MVP, fine. But put the real MVP. Don't put just – it should be the, the, the MPP, right? The most popular players, okay? Don't put don't put a false title on on MVP. Don't do it. It just it doesn't make sense, right? The MPP. The MPP edition. The most popular players. Or our <laughs> favorite players. I don't know. Uh, know. It's just it's so it's irritating because you're right, and and you and I talked about this on on our podcast with with our friend Barry Grant Jr. the other day, and it's all about marketing. You're marketing your popular players, right? We've seen the we've seen the NFL lean into this a little bit more recently. The NBA has mastered it for years. They have done it for the past like twenty years. Like you can look back to Jordan and Kobe, and then LeBron, and now you have superstar, you have Giannis Embiid, uh, Jokic, Luka, all these guys that they're marketing towards and leaning towards and pushing out into the world because that's what people want to see, right? Right. So the NFL has now done this recent, I, I would say post 2010, they've really done this heavy, right? We've seen, and and I can distribute it largely to Mahomes, largely to Lamar Jackson, guys like OBJ, guys like Tyreek Hill, you know, Barkley, McCaffrey, all the interesting players, they're finally really putting these guys on the forefront and marketing their superstars, which
1: is what I think they should do. Right. So, so here's an idea. Okay. So, really quick, here's an idea for you. What if every year on the, uh, the guy on the cover, uh, on the cover of Madden, okay, they put the guy with the top selling jersey. Listen,
2: and and I think that would be a good idea if it wasn't like the same three guys every yeah, single year. If right? it's, it's Mahomes every year. Yeah. I mean it's it's Mahomes. <laughs> but like I mean, look at look at all the guys that have still never done like why hasn't Aaron Donald been on a Madden cover? Why isn't Aaron Rodgers oh, I mean, we just talked about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Aaron Rodgers has never been on a Madden cover, right? And I don't know about like alternate covers where you're like special edition. That's a different story, but these are the the Madden covers of the game that is sold generally to the to the
1: public, right? But we also have to keep in mind there's a lot of stars in the NFL, there's only so many Madden covers that you can have.
2: Yeah, but Mike right? come on in twenty twelve is Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis deserved a Madden cover.
1: Yeah, Nothing against really, Peyton. I was Hillis. really shocked.
2: Nothing against Peyton Hillis. Nothing. But like, let's
1: see. So the top selling jerseys this year in the NFL. Oh, that that'll be a fun. Okay, your, so your let's, Patrick Mahomes was one. Okay, Brady was two. So okay, that makes three. sense. You got Lamar at three. Number four is Russell Wilson. So, never I been on a Madden cover. Wilson on a, on a Madden cover. Tua is five. Juju Smith Schuster is number six, which blows me away. Why him? Good Lord. Why Ju- Josh Jacobs is number seven?
2: All right. If Josh Jacobs gets a Madden cover before Aaron Rodgers does, I'll boycott <laughs> Madden forever.
1: George Kittle is number eight. George Kittle, well-deserving of a Madden gutter. Aaron Rodgers is 9, and Josh Allen is 10. Okay. Now, to this I'm... year, this is something that I would cry with. Like, I would cry if this were to actually happen. So, number two, so this is for 2021. Zach Wilson's at number 10. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is at 9. Okay. Justin Herbert is at 8. Najee Harris is at seven. Russell Wilson at six. Tom Brady at five. Trevor Lawrence is at four. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is three. Justin Fields has the number two selling jersey in football right now. Wow. And number one is Tim freaking Tebow. How about that? Can How about we, that? Let's get Tebow, a Jaguars, Tim Tebow man cover. You're going to
2: see so many of those. You're going to see so many. You know what? You know what that's like? That's like getting a tune squad Jersey, right? You don't get it. Yes. Get the player's great, but it's like, eh, you, you want it. Cause you got it. You know what I mean? It's like a, Toon yes. squad. it's like a, it's like a Davidson, Steph Curry Jersey, right? It's just one of those like novel jerseys. You like having,
1: do right. you know who it's the highest The is Raptor, Vince Carter, Jersey, The most generic jersey
2: of all time. I know. I know. Do you know who had the highest-selling NFL – who had the highest-selling NFL jersey in 2012?
1: It's pretty – When when Peyton Hillis Mm – When Peyton Hillis was the cover in 2012? 2012. I'm going to take a wild guess. Sure. Andrew Luck. No. Was I close? No. Andrew Luck Luck actually wasn't even in the top ten. Okay. So – Count it down count it down for me. Let's play this game. Okay, okay so hang on. Let me, go, go ten through two. Okay, so
2: top I, I have the top fifteen.
1: Okay.
2: So let's go here. I have to click on a slideshow. Hold on. Don't you hate when they do that? Very much. Okay, so we got number 15 was Ray Lewis. Okay. Okay. 14 was Cam Newton. All right. 13 was Clay Matthews. <sighs> 12, was 12, we got Drew Brees. 11, we have Gronk. Okay. 10 was Patrick Willis. That's Patrick cool. Willis. The, wow. red, the red Niners Patrick Willis jersey was very nice. Nine was Troy Polamalu. Okay. Eight was Tim Tebow. A Jets Tim Tebow jersey. Hey, there you go. Seven was Victor
1: Cruz. Ooh. You as nice. a Giants fan, the words Victor Cruz, I think, get you aroused
2: uh I lied to your face Andrew Luck was number six I don't know where I got that information from
1: oh hey I was close Andrew Luck was
2: number six number five was Tom Brady okay number four was Eli Manning they won the Super Bowl that year so yeah this was the Super Bowl year that was the Giants year number three was Aaron Rodgers number two Peyton Manning on the Broncos
1: okay so I have to let me guess number one Number one, 2012
2: highest selling Jersey. Oh,
1: is it kind of out there? Is it an out No, there?
2: I actually think 2012 should have given it away.
1: 2012 should have given it away. I think 2012 should have given it away. Adrian Peterson.
2: No, I was shocked that he
1: wasn't there. Marshawn Lynch. No. Was it? Okay. So it, tell me, was it a quarterback? Yes. Yes. It was a, okay, so it was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Two thousand and twelve. God, I feel stupid. What? So it's not Rogers. It's not Brady. It's not Peyton Manning. It's not Drew Brees. It's not Cam. No. It's not Andrew Luck. No.
2: I'm shocked. It's taking you this
1: long. I'm I. It's not Eli Manning, right? No. No, it's not. Tony Romo. No. <laughs> I just no. threw that out there. Let me, hang on. Hang on. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll, I will. I'm, give be- you,
2: I'm giving you two more minutes. I'm giving you two Michael more minutes.
1: Vick. No. Damn. Wasn't that around the time where Vic was like with the Eagles? And I think
2: that's when he was in. I think that's when he was with the Eagles with his first year. Yeah. First year I'm back.
1: That's not on there. I know. Um, very, I'm very shocked. <sighs> Ben Roethlisberger.
2: No. Jesus. You're getting colder.
1: I'm getting colder?
2: You're getting colder. It
1: NF- it's NFC.
2: Yeah, the wrong conference. NFC.
1: It's not Stafford.
2: No. Who the? You got to think back. T- 2012. Thanks, Matt. I That's didn't the, it's the biggest hint <laughs> I could give you.
1: <laughs> uh, come on. Hang on. I can I can get this. I know I could okay. RG three.
2: Robert Griffin the third. There we go. Got it. <laughs> Robert Griffin the third had the highest number of jersey sales in 2012.
1: See, there's no for reason the why Washington, he out in the Madden cover he for
2: the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins.
1: See, when he when when RG three RG three was, was worthy of a Madden cover. I agree. At the time. I very much agree. RG3 was insane his rookie year. It's a damn shame. It really is a damn shame that he got hurt. And, you know, he would have been a terror for the NFL. He would have. It's such a shame. You want to do
2: 2011? (sighs) Super quick, and then we'll get into Matt Rushmore's?
1: Let me me do the read first, okay? Go for it. Don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up, and you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay, fine. Do 2011. Oh my god. You got me sucked in now. Now i know. I'm I know.
2: Now I'm in. All right, you want to you want to go top are we going to do top 10 and then we're going to go down and you do one?
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. I want to guess the number 1.
2: Number 10 is going to Oh my god. Number it's 10. In the world. Number 10 was Miles Austin.
1: Listen, Miles Austin in the cowboy community was incredibly popular. He's I dating, that doesn't surprise he's dating,
2: me. He was dating Kim Kardashian for a while. I remember that. He dated
1: so, he dated uh Britney, Spe- was it Britney Spears? Was it? I don't even remember that. Or was it was it Britney Spears or Jessica Simpson? It was one of those. Well, that was Tony, that was Tony Romo. It was Tony, Tony Romo Jessica was Jessica Simpson. Simpson? Miles Austin yeah. dated somebody,
2: but I didn't think it was a Kardashian. It, it was Kim Kardashian. It literally says right here: his two Pro Bowl selections and 1,000 plus yard seasons in 2009 and 2010 were nearly overshadowed by his relationship with socialite and TV personality Kim Kardashian. It's kind of right. mean.
1: It was. Car- I guess it was Kim Kardashian.
2: Yeah. All right, number nine was Tony Romo. Okay. Number eight was Eli. Okay. Number seven was Michael Vick, Philadelphia Eagles. There you go. There's right. Vick. Number six was Clay Matthews. Five was Brady. Four was Breeze. Three was Paul Amalu. Two was Tim Tebow. And one is a- Aaron Rodgers. One is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that one, okay. that, that yeah. one was
1: You got to give me a year where there's kind of an unconventional ans- uh, answer.
2: I'm picking a random year, I'm picking 2008.
1: Oh, God. I'm going to be terrible at this.
2: I hope it's, I hope it's obscure. It's going
1: to be so bad.
2: I hope it's obscure. I really do.
1: Uh is it's it?
2: 2008 is another year where the giants won. It's going to be Eli or something. Oh my God. Okay. You ready? This is, this is a good one. Okay. All right. Go All on. right. I have the top fit. I have the top 15. Okay. So 15 Devin Hester. Okay. Chicago bears. Fourteen, Brian Westbrook from the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh,
1: I'm so going to not get this.
2: <laughs> number, number 13 was Brett Favre, Green Bay Packers. Okay. Brett Favre, Green Bay Packers. Okay, okay. Twelve was T.O., the Cowboys. Eleven was Brady.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Twelve was Terrell Owens for the Cowboys? Wow. Yep.
2: Okay. Eleven was Brady. Ten was Roethlisberger. 9 was Ladanian Tomlinson the Chargers hey, LT eight, 8 was Peyton Manning that was when he was still with the Colts Yep 7 was Jason Witten Six Wow was- really Yep 6 was cool. Adrian 6 was Adrian Peterson number 5 was Marion Barber
1: Dude Marion Barber was eight. I rem- Beast. I remember. I remember, remember Bar- Marion Barber. He was watching a Barber. monster for a while. There was a stretch where the
2: Cowboys had like their three running backs in a row, like year after year after year. After year. It was like Marion Barber, Demarco Murray. Like they had, like they had a, a, just a.
1: They stable. had Marion Barber, they had a stable had of running. Demarco backs. Murray. They had Felix Jones. I remember Felix Jones. Yeah, they they, they were loaded at running back. Yeah, for a while. All right,
2: four was Polamalu. Three was Eli. Two was Tony Romo. You will never get numbered one because I threw you a huge curveball.
1: I I will never get Okay.
2: You're not, you're not going to get it. I, I, I guarantee position? you're not
1: going to get it. Quarterback.
2: Uh, it's quarterback. It's quarterback. Yep.
1: I, 2008, I you said, yes, Jake Plummer. No, <laughs> no. Right, hang on. <laughs> I'm going to keep throwing answers like that out though. Jake Delome, mm-hmm. no. Jay Cutler, no. Uh, hang on, I'll get it. I'm gonna I, get like it.
2: I'm telling you, you won't. I, I will get this, and it's not like it's not because I don't think you're <laughs> smart enough to remember it. I don't because like it's not the it's not what you think it is. But it's it. This was a very good, I picked a damn good year to do because this is just this is impossible. Rex Grossman, no. You're you're thinking in, you're thinking too far out of the box. I'm too far out of the box. Think about quarterbacks in 2008. Think about what happened that year. It's not right. like a 2008. It, it's not like a mind bending storyline, but it's pretty big. In terms, no, in terms of jersey sales, you got to
1: think in terms of jersey in sales. Terms of jersey sales. Ah. Uh.
0: Did it's you say tough.
1: Brett did you say Brett Favre? I did. I'm gonna get it. Hang on. I am not giving up on this. All right. Well, I wanna get it
2: so bad. If you don't if you don't get it by 45 minutes, I'm telling you.
1: Oh, come on. Okay, fine. It's a,
2: a good amount of time. It's three whole minutes.
1: Two thousand eight. Uh, I'm trying to think. Two thousand eight, I was I was 10. I was 10 years old in 2008. Carson Palmer. No. Is it like, it's, it's it's this obscure. It's like, did he, did he actually play quarterback in 2008? Yes. The
2: answer is obscure, but the person is not. That was a great hint.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Drew Brees was not,
2: Drew Brees was not even in the top 15. Yeah. Oh, I actually had the top 20. I didn't even realize. DeMarcus Ware, Matt Ryan, Urlacher, Cutler, and Brandon Jacobs were the remaining five.
1: <sighs> Clock's oh taken. My God. This is going to drive me insane. Mm-hmm. This is actually going to drive me insane. If you have a – listen, if you have any hints, drop it in the comment section. You, um,
2: when you hear this answer, you're going to be like, are you kidding kidding
1: me you're as be... in as as in what am i gonna be are you kidding me as in i can't believe i didn't get it or are no. you kidding me as in like, like are you kidding me that's the answer it's not tebow nope was Tebow even in
2: the league into that no no no, in no, no, no 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 no
1: no. that's why i'm thinking it's too early for tebow it's too early for like johnny football
2: yeah you're like three or four years behind <laughs> tebow was drafted in what 2010 or 2009 no, Mark Sanchez didn't happen yet. No, Mark Sanchez did not happen yet.
1: Dear god. Oh my god, this is driving me insane, Matt. I know.
2: I know it is and and the answer is going to drive you even more insane.
1: I'm trying I'm- to I'm, I'm I'm trying to go through who could have been the quarterback of literally every team. Like Oh my god. Ju- no.
2: Now, you got to remember, this is the 2008 season, not like the year 2008. It's the 2008 season. So 2008-2009 season. I don't know if that was supposed to help you that much. Who
1: won won the Super Bowl that year? It It was the year after the Giants won the Super Bowl.
2: It was the year after the Giants, so that was 2009. Was it the Packers or the Steelers? Or was it the Saints? I think it was the Saints that won the next year in 2009. Yeah, hold on. I'm pretty I'm pretty positive it was the pretty sure it was
1: I think I'm taking the L on this one. What is it?
2: Hold on. I need to I want to see who won the two thousand nine Super Bowl.
1: And it's it's a quarterback.
2: The 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 Steelers won in two thousand nine, but two thousand eight Vince Young. No. No, come on! No, sorry, buddy. Yeah, really.
1: Oh, I thought I had it.
2: No, I'm sorry, man. All right. Steve McNair. You, no, you, my friend, are out of time. Are you ready? Who, who is it? The number one selling jersey of 2008 was Brett Favre for the Jets. I said
1: Brett Favre.
2: I couldn't give it to you. Sorry, oh, come buddy. Come on, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry really? buddy. I'm sorry. I because Brett Favre was 13. For the Packers, because his last season with the Packers was 2007, oh. so his his Packers jersey was the 13th most popular. But his new Jets jersey was the most popular jersey that year.
1: Mm. That was a good one. That was. Such... I don't even want to do Mount Rushmore anymore. Let's just keep doing this. This is fun. All this right, sure. Fun, it's fine. It's so great. pick a be- pick a year. Pick a year that's a little bit earlier, because me trying to remember 13 years ago is tough. Fine. Brett Favre with the Jets. You, you know, you're a god, man. I'm sorry, man, but tell I me that Favre. Y- you didn't say the right one. sorry. I you- should have picked up on. You know what? I I should have picked up on you saying Brett Favre, the Packers jersey. I did. I did. I know. Special, I should have picked up on that. I, I
2: put. I put special emphasis on that. I I and I did that for a reason. That was juicy. I like that a lot. Okay. No it wasn't. It's was salty cuz you couldn't an, get it. I'm an idiot. <sighs> I told you it was hard. God. I, I told you it was very hard. All right. What's like a what's a semi recent year that's not too obvious? Cuz that's the problem.
1: It's like the, the you're right. So all right, so just find find a good year and then we'll just go from there. I don't care as long as it's not like 1998 cuz I to get that. I'll again. keep
2: it post 2000 okay so let's go with yeah all right you know what let's go with let me look at 2014 that's a year i haven't seen yet see but like it's been the it's been the same couple of people for like the past like decade so you're gonna have gonna...
1: such a problem maybe maybe not i don't know you know, like, if Mahomes has the top-selling jersey every single year, like, don't, wouldn't you want it to be Derrick well, Henry or – Yeah, or, well, that,
2: that's what I'm saying. So that, that's the problem with giving you so – that's the problem with giving you years, like, post, like, 2013 because it's, it is. It's it is it's Brady.
1: It's Russell Wilson. It's Peyton Manning, you know. All right. So, so okay. So then let's – 2008 was good. So if there's anything around that, ra- that range, I'm good for it. I'm looking. I mean, let's I but there's like uh, it, a lot of these are obvious, really? I I think so. I mean, I just looked
2: up four different years. I looked up like 15, 14, 13, and like 2011. And they were all Brady, Maho Brady, Wilson, Peyton Manning, uh Kaepernick was one year.
1: Oh, you should have given me that one. That would have been a good one. The Kaepernick one. Oh, oh, okay. I can give you.
2: I want to see if this is all time. The if it's the, all if, if it's, time, if it's, if it's, if it's the all, NFL if Jersey, it's the all time selling NFL Jersey, for, but I can uh. go, I can go for each team.
1: Oh, okay. That's cool. I'll try that.
2: I know, but I found, I found this, this is a bleacher report article from 2011. Uh, I, I think it's just for each. T- okay. So we'll go, we'll go for 2011. The highest 2011. This is, No, in 2011. These were the 2011 most sold jerseys for these teams.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So this is... Oh, all right. I got Mm -hmm.
2: you. Okay. So I'll bounce around. Okay. So let's go to the Oakland Raiders, who were at that time still in Oakland. 2011, who was their leading jersey sale? (sighs) Namdi Asamoah. They lost Nnamdi Asomwa to free agency this the prior offseason. Damn. Okay. Close though.
1: Um You got to give me some sort of position or running back. Side of the ball, running back. Who was the running back in 2011? I just gave that to you on a silver platter. I I get it. I'm not I'm not smart. I'm not a smart guy. Okay, I'm just I'm – I'm a stupid, stupid man. Um, who is the Raiders running back 2011? Led them in jersey sales. Raiders running back in 2011. Again, it, this is like – this is destroying every ounce of credibility that I have. <laughs>
2: I know I'm, but but, but I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, uh, come on. You know a <laughs> lot of people – professionals can't do that. It's, it's, it's hard, but it's a fun
1: game. 2011. <sighs> Raiders. 2011. So this is 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Who was it's, their not, cor- it's not like Maurice Jones Drew or something like that, right? No,
2: no. Who was their quarterback? Was it, was it Jamarcus Russell?
1: Was Jamarcus Russell their quarterback? No, no. Couldn't have been. All right. Then who was
2: it? Terrell Pryor? Like who was their quarterback? No, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't it remember. So
1: bad. I don't remember. Ay-y-y-y. Who is All right,
2: it? Yeah, it was Darren McFadden.
1: Darren McFreakin' Fadden, God, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I, I, I feel Played like the that Cowboys,
2: was, God, yeah. I feel like that one was somewhat easy. Okay,
1: oh, Darren right. McFadden, Darren McFadden for a while was unfreaking real.
2: Yeah, he was very good. All right, I'll give you, I, I, I'll, I'll lobby one. Detroit Lions,
1: Stafford, no, Megatron, no, what. You're lobbing me one. I am lobbing not you one. I thought this was- or Megatron. It's not either of the two most popular defense. Lions in the last decade. De- defense. Defense for the Lions. Z- Ezekiel Ansah. No. No. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, my God. In 2011. In
2: 2011. Drafted the year before. In
1: 2010? Yep.
2: Still playing. Still playing in the NFL today. Not with the Lions, but still on still (laughs) playing still playing in the NFL today. He's still playing, just not for the Lions. Not in Detroit. (sighs) Good player. Still a good player. Defense.
1: What is wrong with me? (laughs) <laughs> this is so bad I, I'm not even kidding you I, I feel like I'm embarrassing myself now. all right I'll, I'll give you that one I'll go to an easier
2: one all right it was Endomic and sue sue mm-hmm. oh
1: my god okay oh my god I'm so stupid
2: oh okay yeah I, th- this this should be easy the 49ers the 49ers in
1: 2011
2: yep year, be- <laughs> year before they went to, the year before they went to the super Bowl
1: the year before they went to the Super Bowl. The- oh, no, I'm
2: sorry. This was the year they went to the Super Bowl. So it was the 2011-2012 season. So this is the year they went to the Super Bowl. Kaepernick? No.
1: Offense. Offense, but not Kaepernick. Anquan Bolden. No.
2: <sighs> I really thought I was helping you with that. I, I, really I really
0: thought
2: just, I, I, really man, thought this I was terrible.
1: helping you this one. Oh, my God, dude. This is, I so re- I re-
2: this is an easier version of the game we just played. I'm I giving know. you the team and the year. I know. And the side of the ball they played on. <laughs> I
1: know. Oh, boy. Oh, God. This is so bad. I know. Do- I mean, do you want Frank it? Gore. Frank Gore. There, there we, we go. go. Frank Good job. Gore.
2: Awesome. All right. Uh, <laughs> God almighty. I, I got to find you a really God easy almighty. one now. God uh, almighty. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. There are hard ones. Like, there are ones that I wouldn't get ever. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Houston Texans.
1: Arian Foster. Yep.
2: Yes, it was. The Tennessee Titans.
1: That would be 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. This one feels like it's a tough one. Is it a tough one? No.
2: Not when you think of it. Not when you think not not when you think of the team. Not when you think of the team.
1: Chris Johnson.
2: Yeah. Chris Johnson's the first person that comes to my head when I think of the Titans.
1: Uh what's so freaky about that? Chris Johnson reminds me I remember him more as a jet than I do as a Titan. It's weird. I just I like I envision Chris Johnson and I see him in a jet uni. I just That, do. It, that makes sense.
2: Oh man, I, dude! I could give you some impossible ones. I could give you some. Go some ahead, hard- try one. Try one. Oh my god! I, the Washington Redskins in 2011. If you get this one, you will. I will. I will forgive every other one you didn't get. <laughs> this this one is so niche and so like specific.
1: Lavernius Coles. No. <laughs> That's true. Now. I don't
0: no know.
1: no <laughs> you're like wow I love the stare
2: you're no <laughs> Mike I'm dude I'm telling you this is if I asked like the the sports the most highly regarded sports expert in the world I doubt that they would get this answer correct
1: are you serious this is that hard I think it's
2: hard I I watched this guy I remember seeing him play I remember seeing him play in college also very good player defense defender by the way very Deep good player. Pass. Okay, but I mean, if someone asked me, like, if he led the team in jersey sales, I, I, I don't think I would. See,
1: I feel like it's weird that a defensive player would lead a team in jersey sales. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Pass rusher. Yeah. I
2: think. Defensive lineman. I don't know. Drafted in two thousand nine. Not in the NFL anymore.
1: Yeah, no, I could put that together. Mm-hmm. You want it? Yeah, tell me. Brian Arakpo. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, Brian. Yeah, see, you know,
2: you know who he is, but he's not. Yeah, like-
1: yeah, yep. Brian. All right, Arakpo. okay. What
2: do you think? You want to do one or two more?
1: Yes. The
2: Cleveland
1: Browns in 2011. Yep.
2: Get this out of the way right now. It was not Peyton Hillis. Who was, Thanks. Who was on the Madden cover the next year? Not not paid. It was not, not paid. It, it, it was not Peyton Hillis. Offense, though, pretty important position. Quarterback?
1: Yep. Brady Quinn.
2: No. Close though, but no. Actually, I don't even know if that's close. No, it's not. It's not. It's, just,
1: <laughs> it's, it's not. Just not Brady Quinn. I'll
2: give you, I'll give you a hit though. He's still in the league. This guy is still in the league hmm great college quarterback very good college quarterback can't tell you where he played though that'll give it away
1: very good college quarterback he was he he was drafted by the browns yes yes actually how many years back from 2011 oh please (laughs)
2: <laughs> he was definitely drafted by the Browns. I'm, 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 yes, he was in 2000, yeah. in 2010. Third round pick in 2010. I thought he was a first round pick. I didn't know he was selected that late. Third round pick by the Browns in 2010. Leading him in jersey sales in 2011. All right, looks like this is going to be our last one. Just tell me.
1: Really? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm ridiculous.
2: It's all right, Colt McCoy.
1: Okay, all right, Colt, Colt McCoy. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. All right, give me one more. Give me all right. One. Uh, uh, and
2: you want to? It's gonna another hard one. I, I gave you all the easy ones. It's gonna be another hard one. Okay, ready? Okay, go. The Buffalo Bills <sighs> offense.
1: Willis McGahey. No. Ryan Fitzpatrick.
2: Ryan Fitzpatrick
1: nailed. That was going to be my first guess. Was
2: nailed Ryan it. My first guess was Ryan
1: Fitzpatrick.
2: Yep. I, I if I didn't know that question, I would have I would have guessed C.J. Spiller, but it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right. How ending many,
1: on a, how many? How much time do we have left? Thirty seconds.
2: Ending. Ending on a high note.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Don't let me. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let, let them remember you like that.
1: Oh God. So I apologize to our listeners who were expecting Mount Rushmore. We'll probably do it again next week. Um, but that Jersey thing was really, really fun. So I, I enjoyed enjoy that. that. Um, and it's my show and I can do whatever I want with it. So whatever. Um, all right. It's great to have you here.
0: We'll see you next week. Anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.